what is the best freelancing site for beginners? Well, to start off, I think it's important that I mention that my job ultimately is to tell you the truth, not to tell you what you want to hear. So I know that you want me to tell you that you know, Fiverr is the best site or Upwork is the best site or whatever it is. But again, that's not really the truth. The truth is there is no best freelancing site. The best freelancing site is the one that's bringing you a ton of clients and that could be any of them depending on your situation, what products or services you're offering and so forth. So again, I know that's not what you really wanna hear, but that's the truth of it. And so I'm not just gonna tell you that this site is the best because that would be wrong. That wouldn't be the truth. I would be just making that up. There are, however, types of freelancing sites that are better for beginners. Maybe not best or there's there's maybe not ones that are exclusive only for beginners, but there are ones that are better. So what I'd rather do is give you a framework for figuring out which platforms to start with for your specific situation. I think that's going to give you much more of what you actually need. Um, even if it's not exactly what you're after. So let's talk about the types of freelance sites. The first one is our project-based sites like Fiverr. Upwork has added a, a feature kind of like this. And essentially what it is is you, you go on there and you offer very specific projects with a finite scope. You know, you can, I'll do a TikTok dance for you f to your music for 45 seconds, or I'll create PowerPoint slides for you, or I'll build you a three-page website. They're very specific, very focused, and they're, they're project-based. So that's the first type of site. The second is the open sites. So Upwork kind of falls into that category. Freelancer, Guru. These are essentially freelancing sites where Pretty much anybody can join. They might have a review process, but it's not really stringent. They're not necessarily looking to only work with a certain percentage of clients or be really strict about it. They just wanna make sure you meet some basic requirements. But the site is basically open to any freelancer and any type of client. And then the final one are the curated sites. So TopTal, people per hour, examples of this, TopTal, boasts that it only works with the top 3% of freelancers. So it's very stringent. It's very hard to get into TopTal. People per hour doesn't have a certain percentage, but it does talk about how it has a sort of in-depth review process and you have to get approved and so forth. Um, and so those are examples of curated sites. There's some gray area in all of that, but those are basically kind of the three different types of sites. So which ones are best for beginners? Well, when it comes to curators, curated sites, it's not very likely when you're new that you're gonna be able to get on a curated site because they have really stringent standards. They need a lot of experience. They wanna see that experience. And if you're brand new, you're just not gonna have that. So they're hard to get into. Uh, TopTal is extremely hard to get into. I've been an affiliate for TopTal for a long time. I have people who you know, go join and, and apply to TopTal through my affiliate link and I get to see whether they get approved or not and very few get approved. So it's very hard to get into a site like TopTal. So again, when you're first starting out, you're just probably not gonna have the experience thereafter. Now I put most likely here because you might be unique. You might be a unicorn where you know, you're know you new to freelancing but you have a ton of experience in the field working a job or something like that. There may be a specific situations where you can still get in and you would know that uh, better than I would, but for most people, for most beginners, they're just not going to be a very good option for you right away. So what you can look at are 
project-based uh, freelancing sites. These are sort of good for the extremes. So what I mean by that is if you know that you have a very specific deliverable that you can provide, like there's something that you've learned how to do or you're really good at that you can provide, then a project-based site is very good for that because that's what they are. They're looking for very specific deliverables. So if you're in web development and you know how to build WordPress websites and you know you can build a membership site or a course library or you know, a business website or whatever, and you've learned how to do that and you can provide that very specific uh, deliverable, you don't need to know everything there is about web development, right? You're a beginner and you don't need to know all of that stuff. You just need to know how to deliver this very specific thing. So if that's you, then a project-based site would be good for you. It's also good for the other extreme, which is you have no clue or you have no quote unquote, no skills. So meaning you haven't necessarily learned graphic design or writing or web development yet. You can't really deliver on anything like that, but you could offer something like doing PowerPoint slides per people, or there's people like I mentioned earlier that do TikTok dances on, on Fiverr. There's people that will, Hey, I'll give you a testimonial about your product on Fiverr and all of these other crazy things that you know don't necessarily require you to have learned sort of a hard creative skill like graphic design or web development. So if you're in that category, that can also be a good place for you to start because there's lots of really crazy things on a site like Fiverr that people will pay for. So some examples, I mentioned TikTok dancing, PowerPoint slides, audio and video editing if you know how to do that it's pretty straightforward to learn you could probably learn how to do that in a couple hours uh, sufficiently and then you can start doing that for people because the people that outsource that kind of thing don't necessarily outsource it because they don't know how to do it they outsource it because they don't want to do it so you just need a kind of a basic threshold and you can do that kind of thing so those are some examples of things that you could do on a project-based site finally then with the open sites they're really open to everybody, and I think everybody should be on at least one of the open sites. It doesn't have to be uh, Upwork or Freelancer. It could be whatever you want, but you should be on at least one of them because they're typically the largest sites with the most jobs coming through daily. So you just kind of want to have access to, to those potential clients. And projects range from small $100 jobs all the way up to $10,000 jobs and up so it just has everything that you could possibly be looking for and there's just a lot more opportunity with these particular sites now they might have a review review process to get in like i mentioned with upwork but it's not super stringent you just need to make meet some basic criteria and typically you can get in and the big thing here is on these open sites because they're so big because there's so much work coming through if you can kind of crack the nut and figure it out and and get to the point where the site is sending you clients, you can kind of be set for life because there's so much work coming through there that you'll if you if you become a top freelancer there, they're just going to send you a ton of work over and over and over. And as long as you keep delivering for clients and making them happy, they'll keep sending you that work. So you can really kind of be set for life if you can crack the nut. So because of project range, then you can, what's nice about the open sites, you can grow from inexperienced doing $100 jobs to highly experienced doing these $10,000 jobs all within the same site. So all of that experience still works in your advantage. All the portfolio items and testimonials and reviews and ratings and job success score, 
all of that stuff stays with you on the site and works to your advantage. So again, that's why I think everybody should be on at least one open site because it gives you a place to grow. Now, the real answer to this question is that ultimately you want to mix. You don't just want to pick a freelancing site. You want a mix of the different sites. So you want to get on an open site and you kind of want to list your general services there so that you can get started with that. Then you can go to a project-based site and list specific deliverables if you have that within what you do. And then as you gain experience, you want to try and get on a curated site. And you want to do all of that because that mix of different types of sites will help ensure that you have a steady flow of new clients and projects and aren't over-reliant on one site, one type of site, one type of project. You have a really good client acquisition mix is what, how I refer to it, so that you don't, you're, again, you're just not over-reliant on one. If one dries up or gets a little slow, you have these others that you can sort of lean on. So that's the real answer to the question is you want to try and be on at least one of each. Now, I'm not recommending that you go out and you know apply to Upwork and Fiverr and people per hour and you're on 10 different freelancing sites. That's going to spread you thin. To start out, I would say get on one open site and one project-based site and try to build up your experience there. Try to figure those out. And then over time, try to get on a curated site. And once you're on one of each and you're, you know, you're getting clients from them, that's probably going to be all that you need uh, for your career. You can make that judgment. You can kind of figure that out for yourself, but that's been my general experience with it. I'll give you my shameless plug here. In episode seven of my Let's Talk Freelance course, I walk you through 11 steps to get your freelancing career started. So if you're a beginner, this is something that's very relevant to you. And the idea there is to shortcut the things that you would learn, probably the hard way, in the first six months to a year so that you can just kind of skip ahead of all of that. And so I show you what those things are, what you're going to learn in that first six months to a year, and just tell them to you so you don't have to go through it and learn it the hard way. So it's focused on one, figuring out what services to offer and how to present them. Two, how to get clients in a multitude of different ways. So again, you're not over-reliant over on one site, one type of uh site, one stream of clients, etc. You have a good client acquisition mix. And then three, how to complete projects in a way that makes clients, that, that makes them satisfied to the point that they're willing to hire you again. They're willing to give you referrals because you've done such a good job. And again, that comes down to quality, speed, and communication. And I really show you a way for delivering that allows you to, to, to really guarantee that you hit all of those three things uh, when you deliver. So if that interests you, you can get it free on Skillshare and you can learn more at letstalkfreelance.com. All right, that'll do it, folks. Thanks for watching. We'll talk to you next time.